welcome to the Bosses Fuck podcast, a no bullshit, no sugarcoating guide and discussion for female entrepreneurs and those who want to learn how to be boss in life and in business. I'm your host, Katie Seller, and I'm currently building my empire, which includes helping other women to be successful, break barriers, and live life on their own terms. So that's what we're here to do today. You ready, babe? Let's fucking do this. Hey, babes. How the fuck are you? We're on episode number 46. Holla. Uh, Welcome back. I am excited to talk today about this because it is something that is near and dear to my heart and my life. And yeah, I don't think a whole lot of people are talking about it. I want to talk about dating when you're a boss. It's fucking tough. Let me tell you. (laughs) If you are anything like me, uh, you're not willing to settle for just anyone. Period. Um, I... When I was younger and things, I I mean, obviously before the business, I had a few serious relationships. Um, my wants, goals, things, etc., were much different back then. Um, I'll talk about it a little bit, but I was like heavily dependent on timelines, which was stupid and fuck some shit up. And I'm not now. <laughs> um, so yeah, so dating is much different. A, when you are entrenched in the boss life, Uh, especially when you're 32, um, you're not 22, much different. Um, one of the tough things when like dating as a boss is the ability to find somebody who will understand like this crazy fucking life you're living. And like, I feel like I'm fairly like boring. Um, (laughs) I would be to like the average person or someone who, you know, likes to go out all the time and wants to go out on the town and like all this crazy shit. Like that's not me. Um, I work a lot. I'm very much a homebody. Um, I enjoy a good dinner out, you know, dinner, drinks, maybe some gambling and then come home. Um, and I want to be cuddled up on the couch and (laughs) that's fine for me. And I just work a lot. And so some people might think that's boring. But inside that boring life, it's fucking nuts. Like, it seems... Because everyone's like, oh, well, you just work. I wish I just worked. Um, When the work is all over the place and up and down and, like, the 50... I mean, just the pieces that go into, like, launching a sale... It's ridiculous. And I don't think anybody understands all the little minute details that need to be done. The text, the emails, the graphics, the codes, the items, making sure everything's in its place. It is a shit show. And you don't think about that until you're in this. So, you know, from the outside, they're like, oh, you work from home. Well, yeah, I do. I get to work from my house. Sometimes I work on my couch. Sometimes I sit at my desk. Sometimes if I really feel like it, I work from bed. Um, Maybe just on my phone if I don't really feel like working. (laughs) 
But within that work is craziness. And if you come, especially before Black Friday and you ever witness it, I'm a nutcase. Um, And it's because there's so much shit going on. So, you know, you have to find someone who not only will like understand it and they don't even have to fully get it. They don't fully have to get what you do, but be willing to support you and cheer you on and deal with your sometimes presence, but partial absence because you're working on your laptop while you guys watch a movie at home. (laughs) Because sometimes shit happens, you know, even when friends come around, um, it just so happened she, uh, like Maria came for my birthday, but I was also doing a birthday sale the next, like that next day. So while there was like a little bit of celebration, I, I still had to like work and that sh- that shit happens. And it's not like, Oh, you were from home. So, you know, you could plan, I can plan things. Sure. But sometimes if things are planned in the business, everything else needs to move around it because that's what has to be done. So you need someone who can, can stand by that. Um, the life of an entrepreneur is a goddamn roller coaster. And some people don't fucking like roller coasters. <laughs> so if they don't, they won't like your life. Um, you know, of course, if you've somehow got it made and you live a life of luxury with passive income, like do you boo live it up. But the rest of us are hustling our asses off weird or long hours or all weekend, or sometimes like we take three days off in the week or two days or a day in the week, but then hustle all weekend. Our businesses require work, which means they require us for the most part. I have dated people who didn't understand, um, especially as like the business started and kind of started picking up, you know, people who wanted me to put my shit on the back burner and give them all my time, which I did for a little while. Until I sort of snapped back to reality and realized that also, like, that wasn't lending itself to my goals at all. But also, they weren't reciprocating. Because if I'm willing to give up all my shit, you know, for a few days to go hang out with you for the weekend or whatever the case, like, you should be able to do the same thing. And even if that means coming, you know, to hang out with me at my house while I'm working, obviously that's not, like, an amazing date. But then we could go out for dinner. But, like... The person should be willing to at least support you back in the least. Um, And I, I personally think that dating just anyone doesn't quite work. And you'll notice if you are heavily goal driven um, and especially if you're like me, like words of affirmation and like, whether you look at my like Enneagram or whatever, or just the fact that I took a literally love language test, words of affirmation are big for me. For all my numbers, I'm pretty much a tie between a three, eight, and a seven. Like legit, they're within a few points of each other, um, which is like extreme hustler. I'm also stubborn, um, <laughs> but I'm super driven, super goal oriented. Um, but I do like to have fun. Like when I'm out, and that's the thing I've noticed as I get older, I'm very much like a mix. When, like, left to myself, I am very much an introvert. I do like to be home. Being out or around people for too long is draining. Like, as much as I love going home for the holidays, like, that week drained me. 
And it's just because you have to be like on more or, and it's not saying like, it's like fake. It's just, you have to be turned on where when you're here in your home and you're comfortable, like alone, you don't have to be turned on. I don't have to talk to anybody but the cat. I don't have to like exert a whole bunch of energy when I don't need to. Um, and so that's like the one part of my numbers where like the rest, I'm like a full blown hustler, like nothing get in my way. I'm going to bulldoze all my goals. Like let's fucking do it. So I'm kind of like this whole mixture. Um, and dating somebody who doesn't understand like your goals, especially when you are heavily goal driven, someone who doesn't understand the goals or support them or encourage them, it can really put a damper on things. Um, I personally need a partner that like a good morning text. I literally just said this to somebody today, a good morning text or good morning, beautiful or whatever from somebody you have some interest in can literally change the trajectory of your day period. It makes you feel like you're floating a little bit. Then you can go crush those goals you're trying to do. Sorry, I just smacked the microphone. (laughs) You can go crush those goals because you're in a better mood. And it's something super simple, but like that leads into like my words of affirmation. I want you to acknowledge me. Um, I want you to acknowledge my work Um, in all my numbers. It basically is like all of them is that I do. I want to be acknowledged for what I'm doing from the person that I am dating or interested in or whatever. So encouraging my goals, you know, celebrating them when I do something great. Um, when I hit things, you know, there, I, I need, I need that from somebody. And what I've noticed in, it's weird. as like, sometimes in doing this podcast, I look back and I notice things that just weren't there. I wasn't getting the people that were fully supportive. I've had some, of course, that were supportive, but not to where I need. Like I, I genuinely like started talking to someone and the fact that the first conversation was them asking, God damn it. Sorry. I keep hitting the damn microphone. Um, (laughs) that the first conversation was them asking me about me and about my work and what I do and literally asked for like an elevator pitch and like genuine interest in what I'm doing. Because you could obviously tell from everything that I do that my business is a giant, giant part of me. I am the business. The business is me, period. So somebody that literally takes the time to like ask about it, like you win so many fucking points with me right there. Um, Even before the like, Oh, well, how old are you? Blah, blah, blah. What's your favorite fucking color? What do you like to eat? Like, I don't like small talk. I want to talk about the fucking sunset (laughs) and business and goals and like all of that. I want the big picture shit. And so if, if anybody like especially brings that up, you know, in the general like beginning of a conversation and you actually have interest, that goes a long way for me. Um, and I've noticed I didn't have that. And that's obviously, I think, why things ended up not working out, which is totally cool. But I think if you don't have that person that like either feeds the like the love thing or like any of your love languages <laughs> and especially centered around your work, if your work is so much yourself, if they don't understand that. 
there will be resentment for your schedule and all the shit like that that comes with it. If this person doesn't have their own thing going on, especially, um, I have noticed and (laughs) my friends have, you know, some, a, a lot in the world of online dating called me picky. I am for sure. A little bit with my food, a lot of it with the person that I'm going to date. And I have every fucking right to be because I refuse to settle, period. I won't settle for anything in life. I will not settle. So like I've been single long enough that you got to be amazing. Um, (laughs) I prefer to wait for somebody who has ambition and drive and shit going on. Like, especially now at 32, I'd rather be single than be with someone who won't equally be my cheerleader the way that I will be yours. Like whether it's your weekly fucking basketball game, I will tell you to fucking crush that game. I hope you guys dominate and like annihilate the team, whatever. It could be something that simple. Or if it is, you know, at work and you have goals that you're trying to hit and, you know, sales or whatever it is that you're trying to meet, I will cheer you on, but I also expect the same thing back because I, let's say, I would rather stay single for the rest of my life than marry, date, etc. another person who doesn't stand with me on equal footing. So I want there to be a mutual respect, a mutual support, um, mutual like cheerleading, (laughs) you know, all of that. Like I'm, I'm dead fucking serious when I say that I would rather be single than with someone who harps at me to stop working or to get off my phone in the middle of a launch because we happen to be at dinner or whatever, or whatever other annoying shit people do because people do annoying fucking shit. (laughs) I refuse to do that. Like it's because I know what is important to me and If you can't support this thing that I'm building, this thing that literally is my heart and my soul and like there I breathe at this point, if you can't support that, like, why do I need you? (laughs) Because I mean, I don't in short, you know, I have been, so I've been single for three years now. Yeah. Three years now. And I'm sure some of you just gasped because holy shit, like you can't even imagine And I used to be that person. I am a, well, I am still a serial monogamous. Let's just say that. Um, In the sense that I want a serious relationship. I don't just hook up with people and like fuck around. Like that's not my thing. Um, I had those years, my early twenties, got that shit out of my system. Um, And since then, and, but even before that I was, you know, I've been in long-term relationships. Um, with people that like, I saw something possibly coming of it. Of course they didn't. (laughs) And now I am fine with that. Um, I'm glad that they didn't work. Um, but like, if I keep you around, it's because I see something with you. Like I see potential in you in a partnership with us. Um, and all of that. So I know it sounds strange to be like, Oh, three years. Holy fucking shit. I, I know, but you know, obviously now my dating is far more spread out these days. Like when it used to be back to back 
back then, but they were always long-term, but also like my company wasn't where it is now back then. So my goals weren't as big yet either because they were just dreams at that point. And when they're dreams, they're not super fucking tangible and it doesn't affect things. You know, I would be able to step away for a few days and things still work and not super worried about it because there wasn't a whole lot going on. But now it requires a whole fuck ton of my attention. And like, obviously, like it took it took work then. But like now at this level, it takes work. Plus, as I've said a million times, me being the brand and the brand being so much me, it takes me. I have to be here. So if you have like a brick and mortar, this might be easier for you to... I keep hitting the damn microphone. I apologize if that's annoying. Um, I'm going to try to just hold it so I don't keep fucking hitting it. (laughs) Um, If you have a brick and mortar, it might be easier for you to stick to a time schedule, though I'm sure there will be nights where you're doing like buying from your bed or you have to take trips to the market or, you know, things that will take you away still. Luckily, like I could make my own schedule But because of this, I think people assume that means I can take off whenever I want all the time to do shit with them. And I can't. Um, It was a big part of like me moving is now I'm on I'm 100 percent on my own schedule. I don't really have anyone here, so I don't have obligations that people want to do that. I then have to be a dick and say no to because I have other things that have to get done. Um. I can take time off whenever I want Um, now, given there isn't a launch or an event or a huge sale. um, Problem, though, is, too, is I love what I do so much. And obviously, I have yet to have anybody around to share time with that I just end up working a lot. And that's okay with me. And I think some people are, you know, like, oh, you shouldn't work so much. But I genuinely love what I do. Like, I have fun doing what I do. I... I could go on for days about how much I love what I do. And that works for me. Like it doesn't have to work for you, but it also needs to semi work for somebody else. And of course, should somebody come around, there will be a period where I'm going to have to figure out adjustments and schedules and things like that. But if I have something and we're supposed to maybe go to dinner, I want someone that's going to be like, don't worry about it, babe. We'll go tomorrow. Do what you need to do. Like, Shit can move around, and I need someone that's flexible with that, that understands, but that will do it in the sense of supporting me. Like, why is that not worth waiting for? I mean, really, though. (laughs) And it's funny, is there has been, like, plenty of articles and research on, like, why we as women are staying single longer. Um, There was a 2000, what was it, 2014... I wrote this down because it was funny. Pew, (laughs) just makes me think of guns. Pew Research Center um, did a report that found that 26% of young adults between 18 and 32 were married in 2013. Only 26%. The baby boomers were 48% of the same age and 36% of Generation Xers. 48% of baby boomers got married between 18 and 32, and we have dropped it down to 26. However, it is not, (laughs) that's just, and that's just marriage. 
Um, it's not that just like more of us are unmarried. We're also unpartnered. Like, that's crazy. Um, they did a, it was like a Gallup poll that said that 60% of women identify as single. 60% of women. Like, holy fuck. That's because we know we deserve better. Claps for the people in the back. <laughs> but it's not a sad thing for most of us. Like, it's before there was such this, like, black cloud around singledom like you like single girls day or what was it called single women's day or whatever we call valentine's day i always forget um but it, like it used to be a sad thing there was like this black cloud around like oh my god you're single you don't have somebody that's my like annoying valley girl voice <laughs> but a lot of us now are starting businesses and building careers and getting degrees, multiple of them, and spending time being our fucking selves. Like, it also, too, I think lends into the fact that, like, our generation is also far less religious. Um, we don't want to be tied to an organization. Um, some people are more, like, spiritual and open of the fact that they'll, like, explore a few of them or they believe in something, but it's not, like, a heavy practice or you're like me who is an atheist <laughs> or you're agnostic and you just don't know and you don't really, like, put, care to put too much effort into it. Most of us have other shit to do to worry about fucking religion. So, <laughs> you know, marriage has always been heavily centered around religion. I mean, shit. Just look at arranged marriages. That's where that started. Still happens, by the way. But that's where it came from. And marriage was like the thing you did when you liked someone enough to think that you could tolerate them for life. I don't want to tolerate somebody. P.S. But you married because the church said so, because your parents said so. It was just this, the thing you did. Um, and that was also back in the day when like women stayed home all the time, <laughs> but now like we are far less religious and a lot less likely to let religion dictate our lives. So then that, I mean, that helped in the number dropping, not to mention the fact that like we have shit to do period. I personally 100% think that you have the right to wait until you find someone who supports you and your career, your goals, um, someone who may not even understand, but will still be in your corner cheering you on. Um, do not, do not feel fucking pressured into a relationship. And certainly throw away the idea of timelines. I have talked about this before. I had major fucking timelines for my life that I set when I was like 16. <laughs> I just, no, bad idea. I wanted to graduate, get a job early, and then fall madly in love and marry and make babies by 25. 25. Given. Some of you did that. By all means, girl, do you. And maybe now you're starting over with a business. Maybe you haven't and you're like me. I am 32. There are no current prospects and I am 100% okay with that. It is what it is. I have shit to do. And like I said, I've yet to find somebody who can 
understand the shit I'm doing and or simply support it. Like, be in my fucking corner. There's always some holdup. Um, I either intimidate them because whether I appear or make more money than them (laughs) or the fact that I am a CEO of two companies and I run my own shit and I like I'm a boss bitch. Let's be honest. That's intimidating. I get it. But also grow balls like fucking handle it. (laughs) Um, Even women. I have talked about this before, but I am bisexual or pansexual. Technically, Um, I love people, not parts. It's a whole thing. Um, So you would think I have more options, but still, if you had to find someone who like fully is that cheerleader that supports me and like all of that. Again, I probably intimidate people. I'm a lot. It's fine. I'm cool with that. That's the thing. I've gotten to the place where I'm cool with that. Um, 100% okay with being single right now. Um, If something comes along, sure. If it's like worthy of it and gives you the support and all of that, cool. Otherwise, I'm cool. Um, I have a plan to make a baby um, in the next year or two regardless of if anyone comes into my life or not. Because I finally realized a few years ago that I make the rules in my life. Um, And I think that's a big place for you to get to. I think it takes some work. It's the same thing as like getting to like the fully like full self-love thing. It takes work. It fucking takes work. Um, I, after the relationship ended that I fucking ruined because of my timelines, I had to realize timelines were shit. Um, (laughs) and to like go with the flow. And I very much sense have gone with the flow that like, it is what it is. Whatever happens, happens. We'll see if someone comes along and it's, it's worth it. We'll see what happens. Um, and you know, it's, you know, like I said, been three years and no one has come along, but I've also gotten more to the point where I don't fully care if somebody does. Um, like I said, if they do fucking fantastic if they don't cool because it's less shit for me to worry about (laughs) but you know I decide when shit happens at this point and I don't need to wait for others to make my dreams happen I also think that the like single mom life is becoming way less taboo um far more women are making babies with the help of science on their own time and terms and I mean, how fucking rad is that? Like, I am in a grace uh, Facebook group full of women who literally did just sat. Like, and I think that's fucking amazing. They made the choice to have a baby on their own. So at this point, I'm 98% sure that I'll go the baby route on my own soon. Um, before, like, at 26... I don't know, 25, 26. That would have made me sad as fuck. But now I'm like, damn girl, look at you. Like gonna make a baby by yourself, raise up a boss kid all on your own because your boss is fuck like legit personal pep talks. But I think honestly, it's amazing to say that I can do it by myself for sure. Like a big, like, I don't fucking need you thing, which is extra fun. Um, but also like how fucking rad is that? How accomplished is that? Like I can choose to have a baby alone. I can choose 
and afford to raise a baby on my own. If that's not boss as fuck, I don't know what is. <laughs> Legit. But the overarching goal of today's episode is to say that I know that it's fucking tough and there will be moments where maybe you resort back to the old mindset where you're just like, I don't want to be single and like that you need somebody. But let me tell you that you don't need anybody. I think it's important to work on getting to a spot in your life where you don't need anybody. And I don't mean that in like an asshole way, like fuck everybody, because of course I have my friends and my family. And people that are important to me. That's not what I mean. What I mean is in the romantic relational sense of like, you don't actually need somebody. So when you get to a spot where you don't actually need somebody, you are able to be pickier and actually find somebody if you want that will truly like support you and love you and cheer you on and understand your shit And do all of these things versus jumping into a relationship with somebody who like gives you attention simply because you miss attention. Um, I whole like wholeheartedly encourage you to get to that spot where you don't need anybody because you're a badass and you can fucking do this life all on your goddamn self and crush it without the need for somebody else. So that way, when someone fucking spectacular comes along, you actually see it. And then you can get into that if you choose. (laughs) I really hope you loved today's episode. Near and dear to my heart, of course, I could ramble on about it forever um, because I'm living it. But I will save your ears for now and I will see you right back here next Wednesday. See you then. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode, I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes so more babes can find our podcast. And do not forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Do you want more Bosses Fuck? You can follow us on Instagram at Bosses Fuck Podcast or for even more, head to bossesfuck.com. Don't forget to join me back here next week for a brand new episode. And remember, always be boss as fuck.